face of the earth with his disciples wherever he went he did something wherever he went he did something hallelujah anytime jesus shows up he does something hallelujah there's not a single place but jesus went and he did not do something there except for the people who did not receive him and who did not believe in him everyone who went to him trusting in him expecting him to do something in their lives whatever they expected god did that for them hallelujah whatever you come to the presence of god for see that if you would seek him with all your heart all your heart thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus hallelujah seek him with all your heart while you're in the presence of God tell the Lord I'm here because I want to seek your face hallelujah I'm here because I want to seek your face oh Jesus hallelujah praise you Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Open your heart and talk to him in this hour. I'm here to seek you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. You said those who seek you with all your heart, they shall find you. The treasure of all treasures, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, the great again. You dwell on high, Jesus. You ride on wings.
when Joseph was in Egypt, God was sovereign over his situation. Hallelujah. In Potiphar's house, God was sovereign over Joseph's situation. It looked like Joseph lost everything. It looked from the outside as if Joseph lost everything to the outside world he lost his dad to the outside world he lost his home to the outside world he lost his family to the outside world he lost his inheritance to the outside world he lost his people to the outside world he lost Something is wrong. 
there's a time, there's a time when the child floated as an orphan on the Nile River. No one to claim when the princes of Egypt found him. It looks like an Israeli orphan child. Hallelujah. From the outside, every Egyptian would have thought, Oh, I'm so happy that I'm an Egyptian. Not an Israelite. From the outside. Oh, but heaven said, Oh, wait till you see. Wait till you see what is going to happen to this big. moment it may look like lonely isolated basket hallelujah no one around when the child cried the child was not able to hear his mother's voice no mommy to say oh baby why are you crying no daddy to come and take him and rock him no sister around to come in, talk. No one around for this baby. Where this baby was all alone. All alone. For only a duration. Appointed by God. Hallelujah. Whatever path you're going through. While you're going through, it may appear long. It may appear drawn out. It may appear endless. It may appear like you're the only one going through. If you're called to go through a path, know that God is with you. God was watching over this baby. If the Lord allowed the child to cry, it is for the princess to see this child. If God allowed for the baby to go in that basket, in that lonely path, it is for the child to end up in the enemy's palace to overtake the 
enemy. There is the plan of God. The very place that wanted Moses dead fed Moses. The very place that wanted Moses dead raised up Moses. Hallelujah. The very place that bought Joseph to take him as a slave. The very place made him its prince. Not a single person, including Potiphar, was able to lift his finger without Joseph's approval. Hallelujah. Whatever path you're going through, go through it. Praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Go through it with faith knowing that my God is with me. Hallelujah. No matter what I go through, no matter how lonely it may be, no matter how terrifying it may appear, it was terrifying for Joseph when he was thrown into the pit. It was terrifying for Joseph when he was sold as a slave in in a place where he didn't know the language to a people who were strangers. The Bible says in one sentence, God gave favor and God made Joseph the ruler over there in Potiphar's house. But the Bible does not describe how long it took and how many people scoffed at him, how many people mistreated him and how he held on to his faith. The only major incident that the Bible records is what happened with Potiphar's wife and how he was faithful to God. That shows everything that Joseph faced. He had God before him all the time. In the midst of all the affliction, he was faithful to God. Steadily, God promoted him. In the enemy's place, God made him to prosper. In the prison, even though he was exalted in the prison, the Bible says they hurt his feet with the fetters. He went through pain. The Bible doesn't say how many people mocked him. A Hebrew slave, you did such a thing at Potiphar's house. How dare you do that? How many people would have spat at his face when he first landed there? And how long it took? The Bible doesn't say that. But one thing the Bible says, God was with Joseph because Joseph kept God before him. Hallelujah. It was a path to a seat where no one other than Joseph would sit. If you want to take the place that God has for you, if you want to take the place that God has for you, which God wants you to have, you must, will, you must be willing to go through the path that God has for you. Gracefully, faith and truth with humility not kicking and screaming but with faith those who have faith will not go kicking and screaming 
it says, I've set the Lord always before me, therefore I shall not be moved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
you, Lord, for this afternoon. Thank you for your spirit who's in our midst. And we welcome you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for being present in our midst. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts. I pray that you will continue to minister to our spirits. I ask you, Lord, that you will do something deeper, deeper, even more deeper as we stay for some more time in your presence, O Lord. We just give this hour into your hands and we give ourselves into your hands. Teach us, O Holy Spirit. Teach us, O Holy Spirit. Teach us, O Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Teach us the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Be our teacher at this hour. And I pray, Lord, that you lead us into deeper truths. Deeper truths. We're going to sing this song before we go into God's word. Teach me to hear your voice of truth.
me, Lord. Right now, oh Holy Spirit, teach me, teach me, Lord.
and let the king appoint officers in all the provinces of his kingdom, that they may gather all the beautiful young virgins to Shushan, the citadel, into the women's quarters under the custody of Hegai, the king's eunuch, custodian of the women. And let beauty preparations be given them. Then let the young woman who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. This thing pleased the king, and he did so. In Shushan, the citadel, there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jair, the son of Shimei, the son of Kish, a Benjamite. Kish had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captives who had been captured with Jeconiah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away. And Mordecai had brought up Hadassah, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. The young woman was lovely and beautiful. When her father and mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. Praise be to God. We're going to stop right here as God wants us to. And I'm going to take you back to the scripture that the Lord uh, wants me to. So I'm just going to scroll back up to verse 5. In Shushan, the citadel, there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordecai, and we're seeing the description of Mordecai here. Mordecai was a man. He was the son of Jair, the son of Shimei, the son of Kish, a Benjamite. We see that he is a descendant of Benjamin, a descendant of Abraham. What happened to him? Kish had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captives who had been captured with Jeconiah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away. Now we know what happened to the people here when Jeconiah, the king of Judah, ruled. Because of the evil they committed, God gave them over to the Babylonian king. The Babylonian king came and he took the people away from their homeland and they were displaced they were all displaced now Mordecai is a displaced person because of what someone else did his life is affected because of what someone else did Mordecai's life was affected because of what someone else did if you are in the place where you think that my life is affected because of what someone else did there's good news for you. First of all, we need to take responsibility for our own actions. That's it. But there are times where we're not responsible for certain things. We're not responsible for what is happening to us. And we say that because of someone else, what they did. I have to reap the consequence for that. I have to go through this. I have to bear this. Generational curse. Because of what someone else did. Look what I have to go through. Because of the choice that someone else did. My grandfather did. Or great grandfather did. I have to go through this. God is speaking to our hearts today. No matter who has done what. 
before you. The yoke has been placed upon you. God says, you live an upright life before God. God will make that yoke into a crown for you. There's a prophecy. God is speaking to our hearts today. You don't have to live with someone else's yoke on your shoulder. God will take that and he will make that as a crown upon your head. If you will follow the Lord God Almighty uprightly before God and do not do what that someone else did. That's the key. If I do the same thing what that someone else did, I'm going to be double yoked because I'll carry someone else's yoke and my own yoke. You cannot lift yourself up. But the way you break that yoke that was placed upon you, it was placed upon you. Because of what someone else did, you break it by doing that which is right before God. When you do that which is right before God, the very yoke that has been placed on you, God will take that and He will turn that into a golden crown. It won't be heavy on your shoulder, but it'll be dazzling on your forehead. This is what God will do to all those who would choose to make Him as their refuge. Now, when you look at Mordecai, Mordecai was in exile because of what someone else did. And he came here, where? To a foreign land. He's been brought here as an exile. And as he was brought here, something happens. Along with him is his uncle's daughter, Esther. She was an orphan. She's in an even more pathetic state. Now, we don't know what this war did. Obviously, she does not have mother or father. Because of what someone else did. Who's suffering? Esther's suffering. Because of what someone else did. Who's suffering? Mordecai's suffering. We know from the book of Esther, Mordecai and Esther were righteous people of God. When you're walking uprightly before God, if you feel, God, I'm still carrying a yoke because of what someone else did. God says, you do that which is right before God. Your yoke will be turned into a crown for you. You have that power to turn that curse around into a blessing. When you fall into the hands of the Creator God. So there's no excuse. We don't have to blame the someone else for what we are going through. Get over it. It's important. Get over it and do something about it. Do something about what someone else did by giving it into the hands of the Almighty God and say, you do, you say, Lord, I do it. And I'm not going to do what that someone else did. And what happened here, Mordecai is there, Esther is there. Both of them are there as exile in the foreign land. And where? She is an orphan. But God placed her in the hands of the right person. When you're walking with God, God will bring divine connections in your life. Write this down if you're taking notes. When you're in the will of God, God will bring divine connection in your prison. While you're being an orphan, God will bring divine connections that God alone can bring. 
And the divine connections will be made by God in order for God to take you and place you where God wants to place you. In places of exaltation and elevation. So it's important to stop thinking about what someone else did. And start looking at the creator God who has power to change your destiny. And look at the people that God is bringing into your lives. And make use of them. That's what Esther did. Now Esther, instead of worrying about herself, instead of wallowing into self-pity, instead of turning into a rebel, she turned into somebody opposite than what that someone else did. Completely opposite. She became an obedient child of God. Whatever Mordecai said, she did. Time came. God moved there. It was God's time for Esther to be taken. Not only Esther, Mordecai also. Both of them, out of all the people of the land, two people upright before God. God will take those two people and use them for His glory. Don't look at the society. Don't look at all the Christians around you and say, well, they are doing this. Well, he is doing this. Well, she is doing this. Everybody is doing this. So why can't I do this? If you do what they did, you're going to sit just like how they sit. You're going to be where they are. But if you choose to keep your eyes on Jesus, let the whole world do whatever they want to do. Oh, we need to do what God wants us to do. When we do what God wants us to do, God who looks for those whose hearts are loyal towards Him, He will go and look for His jewels in the midst of the clay pot that are there. And He will take those dazzling jewels and He will say, I am going to place them where I need to place them because I need them. Our God is very fair. He's very fair. Even if we have a yoke on ourselves, even if we are displaced because of what someone else did, God will turn that into a victory for you and for me. We may be carrying generational curses. We may be carrying burdens that are placed upon our lives. We may be carrying problems that are not because of our fault, so to speak. But our God has the power to turn all those into triumph and testimonies. To make you into a channel of blessing. Just like how he turned Esther and Mordecai into. Go home and read the rest of the chapter. See what happened to Esther. See what happened to Mordecai. How God changed everything for them. Captives. Because of what someone else did. But God took that captivity away. Hallelujah. Oh, when the Lord turns away our captivity, we will be like those who dreamed, the Bible says. Then will our mouths be filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then we'll say, our God has done great things for us. And you know what? When people look at us, they'll say, oh, dear God has done great things for them. We praise God and they praise God. God will make you into an instrument who will praise Him and have others praise Him too. God will make you into a channel of blessing for others. Even though Esther and Mordecai had the yoke upon themselves, had the bondage of slavery, 
displacement upon themselves, exiles in a foreign land. They made the choice to turn their fate, so to speak, by placing their fate into the hands of the faithful one. Whatever you say, I will do. God moved Mordecai's heart. You know, it takes faith for a Jewish man to take a Jewish girl and send her to a foreign palace saying that, shh, don't say a word. It takes faith. He just simply didn't do whatever he did in a tricky way. No, he was a man of God. He knew how to pray. He knew what God was speaking to him. He moved according to God's leading. And that is why God backed him up. God was with him. God heard him. God honored him. God put him in the seat of honor. God made sure he honors Mordecai. God is speaking to our hearts today. No matter what your background is. No matter what your mama did, what your papa did, what your grandma did, what your grandpa did. No matter who did what. You have the power. By obeying the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You have the power by putting the Maker as your refuge, as your shelter. You have the power when you come under the wings of the Almighty God. To turn that situation around. Where God can take that and He can make you into a vessel of honor. Where the generation curse would say, you're going to be a zero. You're going to fail all the time. You're never going to study. You're never going to amount to anything. Generation curse would say, you're always going to have disease. The generation curse would say, oh, before 40, you will die. Generation curse will say, your marriage is not going to prosper. Your house is not going to prosper. You're never going to have money. You're always going to be penny pinching. But God has something far better. He says, I'll turn everything into opposite. No more penny pinching, but be a giver. Who can give more abundantly to those who are in need. But we need to switch from this side to this side. Not do what that someone else did. Because. Whatever that someone else did. Got them into the place. Of. Bondage. Because of what they did. So the smartest thing to do is. You want to come out of it. Not do the sins of your forefathers. What got them there? We don't do that. Get out of that. Get out of that. And make sure we throw ourselves in the hands of the Almighty God, who alone has the power to change our faith, to take that yoke away and turn that into a crown for us, where we can rise up in the midst of all the people who are still bound, you can be a useful instrument in the hands of the Almighty God. You can be a blessing in the hands of the Almighty God. Your destiny can be changed. And you can be used to change the destiny of so many thousands of people. If you don't do what? Someone else did. But do what God wants you to do. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
You can turn your curses into blessings. You can turn your yoke into a crown. If you have the creator God by your side. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. 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 Don't weep over your past. You can do something about your future. Hallelujah. You can do something about your future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Take some time in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord. Lord if you can do that faster. If you can do that for Monica. You can do that for me. Hallelujah. If they can do what they did. I too can do by the power of God. Hallelujah. Be a good listener. In the presence of God. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Follow, follow, follow when you
life. She could have, she could have lost her life. But she knew. God is sending me there. And I'm going to do what God wants me to do. Once more. She's moved from her place. And she's going to a place. Where she does not know. Any custom, any procedure there. She's a little Jewish girl. She went there because God wanted her to go. It takes faith for us to be in the will of God. It takes faith for us to continue in the will of God. It takes faith for us to receive what God has for us by doing what God wants us to do. You can change your destiny. You can change your future. You don't have to live the way your parents lived and your grandparents lived. You don't have to go through the same thing that they went through. You don't. You can can live a totally different life. When you take God as your father, your inheritance becomes different. He maps out your path. It takes faith to leave the old and hold on to the new. It takes faith to follow God Almighty. Hallelujah. It takes faith. Are you ready to let go of the old and to cling to the new? No matter what that place is, no matter what that yoke may be, are you going to cry about the yoke and be burdened about the yoke and live under the yoke? Or are you going to turn that yoke into a crown? Where that yoke, that wooden yoke, is removed and it's replaced into a crown. Replaced by a crown. Replaced with a crown. By the hands of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. God is about to turn that yoke into a crown. Hallelujah. Then you will no longer be a burden, but you'll be a blessing to God and to those God wants you to be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Take some time in the presence of God and meditate on what God has spoken to you at this hour. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can live a different life. You can live a totally different life. Not a mediocre average life, but an extraordinary supernatural life. Every single person God called, He called them out of the ordinary into extraordinary. Hallelujah. He called them into an ordinary life, into a supernatural life. Hallelujah. He took them from being a nobody into making them into somebody for God. Hallelujah. Don't settle for less. the same crowd and do the same thing like the rest of the people did. Only Esther and Mordecai were elevated. Only Esther and Mordecai. Because only those two people chose to turn the yoke into a crown. 
by following God Almighty. Hallelujah. And they had faith. They had faith to do what God had called them to do. Hallelujah. If you want to do great things for God, God will tell you to do extraordinary things. God will call you to do things that are not easy. It takes faith. Hallelujah. And God are the impossible will cause you to accomplish impossible things for him. Hallelujah. Take you. He will take you to places you've never been. And make you a blessing to people that you've never met. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for ministering to our hearts, oh Father. I pray that you will cover your people with your precious blood. Whatever their yoke is, Whatever they've been going through. Whatever they've been carrying. Whatever burden it may be. Whatever lifestyle. Whatever generation curse. Whatever the yoke may be. Whatever bondage it may be. I pray may they break it in Jesus name. By living a life of obedience to the Almighty God. And have the faith to do whatever God has called them to do. Whenever. Hallelujah. Never to be independent, but to be dependent on God all the time. And never to do the sins of the forefathers. Never to do what that someone else did. Hallelujah. But to change the destiny. When their forefathers gave them generational curses, may your people break that cycle and transfer generational blessings to their generational God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I pray that you will continue to cover your people with your precious blood. Draw them to a deeper walk with you. In this week, Lord, I pray to lead them to a deeper walk with you. Lead them to a closer walk with the living God. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We praise you. 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 Covers all in the blood of Jesus. Thank you for all the miracles that you've done so far. And I pray for all those who are sick, Lord, in our church. And all those who are not here because they're quarantining themselves. I pray that the hand of the Almighty God be upon them and bless them. And bring them all safely when it's time for them to be here. Cover the rest of your people over here with your precious blood. And all those who are. Lord, worshiping with us long distance, that your hand may rest upon them, Lord. That our entire church, O oh Lord, may move forward this week, O oh Father, into a walk that Christ wants us to have, a walk of freedom, that we may be the ones in our generation to transfer blessings to our children and to theirs. Breaking the cycle of the generational curse, O oh Lord, by obeying you, 
by hearing from you and by doing your will. By not doing what our forefathers did. By not partaking in their sins, O Lord. May we change our direction and become what God wants us to be so that we can somehow bring a smile to your face, O Lord. That we may wipe your tears, O Father. That we may do the opposite of what our forefathers did by being faithful to you, Father, in all things. So help us, O God. And we thank you for doing this. We thank you for answering our prayers. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. Help us have a blessed week. Help us have a blessed week. Help us to have a week, O Lord, of great celebration and praises to our King. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon us and bless us with His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, may the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all, now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen.